Sota Perk Gimel Mishnah Base 3 2. The Mishnah continues on the topic of the offering of the Minchas Kanaos, the woman, uh, the Sota's uh, Mincha. So the Mishnah starts out by saying, Hainif. First, they do the waving, the six directions, him, the cone, and her, the woman together. And then the Higish. Higish means to bring close. And Hagasha, um, in contrast to Tanufa, the waving, which is um, peculiar as far as Menachos go, it's peculiar to the Minchas Kanaos, this particular Mincha. Um, the Hagasha, the bringing to the Mizbech to touch it, that is, is done um, uh, essentially for all Menachos. So what it means is the bowl itself that's containing the Mincha has to be brought to the Mizbech, the altar, and touched to the southwest corner of the altar. It um, doesn't mean that there's it's just the bowl itself clinking together. You know, think like L'chaim, to, you know, cups clinking. There's no application of the meal itself to the side of the Mizbech or something like that. It doesn't need to touch. It's just the container, the klisharis itself that touches the Mizbech. Um, and since it's the southwest corner, so if you just think basically if you orient yourself in your mind's eye, um, you know, the west side of the of the Azara, the temple courtyard, that's where you have the, the Heichel with the Kaddish Kedashim and the Kodesh and then um, the Ulam, the entranceway. So that, that structure is in the far west. And then a little further east, you have the Mizbech, the altar. Now, the area between Ben Ulam la Mizbech, between the Ulam, the entrance, the, the entrance to the Hegel, the sanctuary, and the Mizbech, the area is restricted, and you cannot go there um, if you're not a Kohen, period. And even a Kohen can't go there um, if he hasn't got some business to do over there. So the place for Hagasha is the southwest corner. And since it's on the western side of the Mizbech, there's no way for a non-Kohen to access it. And therefore, even though, as we said in the previous Mishnah, you don't need a Kohen to process a Mincha until you get to the Kamitsa part of it, but for extraneous reasons, not because it's processing the Mincha per se, but rather just because Hagasha requires going to that part of the temple and you need to be a Kohen to get there. So therefore, um, it has to be the Kohen who alone does the Hagasha, bringing the Klisharis, that silver bowl, and touching it to the southwest corner of the Mizbeach. And then, Kamatz, he takes a Kamitza. Now, Kamatz, here's a verb. A Kometz is a, a noun, and it refers to um, what article translates always as a fistful. What it is, is basically, if you like you make your, if you take your thumb and your pinky out and fold in your three middle fingers, like Aloha Hawaii style. So then <clears throat> you make a little pocket under the three fingers, the index finger, the middle finger, and the ring finger. And the amount of flour that could fit in that pocket, which is basically this amount of the volume essentially of your, of your pinky. If you try to take, you can wrap those three fingers around your pinky, you'll see for yourself what I mean. Um, so basically you take, the Cohen takes, um, his three fingers and dips them into the, the bowl that has the flour and essentially scoops out a pinky's volume that fits beneath those three fingers. If there's excess on either side um, towards the pinky or the thumb, then he should actually use his thumb or pinky to scratch it away. So it's just the volume that fits underneath those three fingers. It's actually quite a difficult thing to do. The Gemara says one of the more difficult to vote is in the base of Mikdash. Whatever the case is, um, kamatz of our mission here, the verb is to take out a kometz, that three fingers amount um, of flour from the bowl. And then the hiktir, and then it should be burned in the mizbech. The word hiktir, haktara, um, in contrast to say sreifa, which means burning. Haktara is to burn something, so smoke should come from it. So it means to let it smolder on the base, of, on the, on the altar. Okay, um, so just one tiny bit. The sha'ar, besides that one little komet that fingers amount to the whole rest of the meal in the bowl, the remaining nechal kohanim that's eaten by the kohanim. Uh, once it gets inside the Klisharis, it's consecrated. All Menachos are what are called Kadshe Kadshem. 
um, the highest level of sanctity, and that means that they are not allowed. It's not allowed to be taken from the temple courtyard area. So it's only Kohanim, not their wives or children, will eat this. Only they're in the in the uh, temple courtyard. They can make whatever they'll make it out of pancakes um, or bread or something, and eat that flour uh, then and there in the in the uh, the temple courtyard. Okay. Um, now, at that point, really, um, you can. Like, there's almost like a new paragraph. Uh, for my purposes, there's actually a new Mishnah starting here, if you will. I mean, that's the end of the discussion on how the Minchas Kana'os, this meal offering, is is processed. Okay? And there is a Gears that Toso says, which has an extra word, Umalach. We, they also um, apply salt to the uh, Mincha. And whether or not that's included in the Mishnah, our Gears doesn't have the word Umalach, um, I should say. Um, still, Everyone agrees there's it's salted before it's a, a, that little kometz is salted before it's put on the mizbeach. And whatever the case is, at that point now we're done with the instructions of how to um, do the offering of the minchas kanos, the meal offering. And now the Mishnah turns attention now to the order of things. What goes first, the drinking of the water or the offering of the mincha? That's what we're up to and over now. And we'll see it's a machlokas tanaim, okay? So the, their machlokas is based on psukim. I'm going to take you through the whole thing in a moment. But let me first just read you the Mishnah inside. So the Mishnah says, Hayamashke, she was given water to drink, the bitter waters, and after she drinks, then they will offer that komets on the mezbeach, her bit of her meal offering. That's a Tanakhama shita, and that will be the halacha. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, no, First, you bring her meal offering, and after it's offered, at that point, to give her the water to drink. Now, why does he say that? Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, as Rabbi Shimon reading the Mishnah explicitly here, and afterwards, you give the water to drink, they give the woman the water to drink. <clears throat> so the afterwards tells you, First comes the offering, and then comes the drinking of the water. In fact, in context, I'll read you the whole pasuk to you. It says, the pasuk says, the kohen minha mincha. The kohen should take a you know the three fingers amount as as karasa, the, as a memorial to the minchas kanaos, the whole mincha. Vihiktir hamizbecha, and he should let it burn on the altar. Vaachar, and then after that, yashkeasa isha samayim. You give the water to the woman to drink. So it seems, you know, patently clear, black and white, says Rav Shimon, that first you do the burning of the mincha, and then you give the water to drink. That's straightforward. Um, he just, the, I'm reading the Mishnah inside here for a second. Rabbi Shimon continues and he says, Im hishka If, however, you did it in the wrong order, first giving her to drink, and then offering the, her mincha afterwards, kshera. So then, bidi evid after the fact, it's acceptable and it's effective. The, the waters are still doing their magic, um, but that's just not, not the proper way to do things. Okay, so since the words seem to be very much supportive of Rabbi Shimon's position, why did the Tanakhama disagree? Um, and the halacha, like there's like the Tanakhama, in fact, um, that we we um, we first give her to we first give her a drink and then we offer the mincha second. So the reason why is because if you look in the pesukim themselves. Um, if you look at Pasuk Chavdalad, Chavhei, Chavav, and Chavzayin, um, like 24 to, I'll call it 24 to 27, 24, 26, and 27, those Psukim three times mention the giving of the waters to drink. So in Chavdalad and verse 24, again, this is in uh, Bamidbar Perkei, 
So it starts out by saying, Vihishka esa isha esmeha marim hamarim. There in verse 24, it says, Give the waters to the woman to drink. Then in Pasuk 25, it says, Pasuk Chavhei talks about the processing of the of the Mincha, like our Mishnah basically. And then, <clears throat> no mention of giving us a drink yet, but we've mentioned it already before. So that came before. And then in Chavav it says, The Kohen takes the Kohen's amount. And he burns on the altar. And then after that, After you've offered the Kohen's on the Mizbeach, then you give the water to drink. That is the verse that uh, Rabbi Shimon was quoting. So here, the second time it's mentioned, it certainly sounds like first comes the mincha and then comes the drinking. But the drinking was mentioned also before the mincha. So you've got contradiction. And then in Pasuk Chavzayin, again it says, Vehishka es you give the water to this woman to drink. So we've got three mentions here. So now what do we do with all of that? So we have it three times. So according to the Chacham, who the Lacha follow, the first mentioning back in Chavdali, when it says, Vehishka Esaisha, give the water to the woman to drink, that's the essential one. That's the proper time to do it. Um, and um, if that's the case, so why did it say, Va'achar Yashke Esaisha Esamaim? Why does it then say later on in Pasuk Chavav, and afterwards give the water to drink to the woman? So the answer is that's referring to after the proper. Um, dissolving of Hashem's name from the parchment, meaning that if you haven't yet, the name hasn't dissolved fully yet, you can't give her to drink. So that va'achar is a totally different topic, says the Tanakhama. And the third va'achar, <coughs> excuse me, the third v'hishke esamayim, at the end there in Pasuk Hafazayin, that's a whole new point which says that once you've erased Hashem's name, now we give her to drink the water whether she likes it or not, against her will. More on that um, in the next Mishnah, so hold that thought for a moment. Uh, but the point is, that's how the Tanakhama holds that it's, and why the Tanakhama holds that first she drinks and then the mincha is offered second. But Rabbi Shimon says no. He says the essential instructions regarding when to give her to drink is the second one. When it says va'achar after that yashke esaisha esamayin, then after that, after you've done the mincha, you give her the water to drink. If that's the case, what was the reason why it mentioned giving her to drink back in Chavdalid, to Pesukim previously? So that is because, says Rabbi Shimon, to tell you that if you did it out of order, as our Mishnah said explicitly, then she is, then Bidi Evid, it's okay. So that's how he learns it. And he agrees with the third, um, the Drasha based on the third Pesuk, that the, when it says Vehishka Esamayim, it tells you that you give it to her to drink against her will once the name has been erased. Okay, so bottom line is, we have Machlokas, which comes first, um, drinking or mincha offering. The halach will be like the Tanakhama, that's what the Rambam Paskins, um, and others, meaning she first drinks and then the mincha is offered, and once the mincha is offered, then we see what happens next, whether or not, um, you know, how she fares at her drink the water to determine whether or not she was innocent.